Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. And what will be, I promise, the last race recap of the 2019 season. And let me just take an opportunity right now, by the way, to thank you guys. The race recaps are some of my most listened to episodes. So I, I like the fact that, you know, you guys are listening to these. I hope that you guys are getting something out of them as I take you into my mind and kind of race situations on the road. And hopefully you guys are maybe learning something from these. Uh, but if you have any questions or anything like that that you'd like to know a little bit more about, please feel free to uh, reach out to me and I will do my best to uh, give you a little bit more information or whatever it is that you're seeking or, or assist you or help you with, you know, whatever it is that you may be facing in your races. So anyhow, um, my previous race recap was over the state road race championships, which typically tend to end the season, the road season here in Texas. However, there is a race that has been around for a really long time. I think this was the 36th running of this particular race, and it's called the Matrix Challenge. And it's a race, There, it's a criterium, so it's a race that happens normally during the crit-heavy uh, part of the season, which is kind of near the middle of the season, right around May, April, May, um, that time. But for whatever reason, the Matrix Challenge, they lost their venue, which is... Um, in the Wilson Historic District in Dallas. It's a beautiful little area. It's a really cool course. But unfortunately, they lost the race. And so it's usually two days worth of racing out there. Uh, but since they lost the venue, they had to cancel it. And that weekend did not happen. However, what they were able to do, kind of salvage it a little bit, was they were able to tack it onto the back of the road race season because there are no more races after state. So they were able to find an open weekend. And they moved to another venue over in at Tupps Brewery, which is in McKinney, which is the home of a, a weekly crit that happens there every Wednesday. And so the venue is already rocking and rolling. They already know how it works. So it was very easy to kind of plug and play and say, hey, we can have that race out there. We know how it works and we know what it takes. Obvious plus is that it's next to Tufts Brewery. So there's beer there afterwards, literally walking distance. Like you get off your bike and you can see the bay door open at the brewery because it's a craft brewery. Um, so anyhow, an opportunity for me to race my bike. Coming off of state road race weekend, the legs felt really, really good. An opportunity to do a criterium on a course that I had not done before. A technical criterium, a little 0.6 uh, mile loop, so very short uh, but it had four 90 degree turns and then it had kind of a little chicane in it. So it was interesting. It was going to be, it was going to be a good one. And I was like, Hey, I'm raising my hand. I'm, I'm there. I want to do this one. It was only about an hour away from my house. So an opportunity to race bikes I'm in. Well, given that it was after state road race, a lot of people they're done Their Their season is done once they finish state road. So a lot of folks I knew were probably not going to participate and so we did have a small field. Unfortunately, it was a P123 race, and we only had, uh, I want to say, 14 or 15 starters, which is not very many. Uh, but still, you know, relish the opportunity to race our bikes. The, the, the guys that were there, some of them were very strong. Uh, so we start off, it was going to be a 60-minute crit, and we start off... Was not very hot. Uh, started with an ice sock, but I didn't pack it like I normally do the, the, you know, the gigantic size that I normally do. It was hot, but it wasn't like, you know, like it was at hotter than hell or something like that. So, um, you know, mix of both worlds. So we start racing and 
Typical, trying to get the breakaway established. There are some accelerations. One guy went off the front. Uh, we kind of let him dangle out there for a little bit. Uh, oh, let, let me back up and let me give you the uh, the makeup of the field because that's important. That'll play into the race recap. So we only had about 15 guys, 14, 15 guys. However, we did have one team that had four guys. And then we had another team that had two guys, and then we had another team that had two guys, and then everybody else was on their own. So there were kind of loosely saying three teams there. I would consider Matrix, uh, RBM, I would consider them, or I'm sorry, Richardson, Bike Mart, I would consider them the the main team that was there. They had four guys. The other teams, they had two. It's not a lot, but it did play a factor. These teams were able to use their teammate at some point during the race. And then me and a, and a bunch of other guys were just onesies. And so if you want to get something done when you're a onesie, you've got to do it yourself. Uh, okay, so the racing starts. Um, one of the teams that had two sends a guy up the road. We kind of let him hang out there for a little bit, bring him back. And there was a lot of this. Uh, I took a dig. I was off the front solo for a little bit, um, not thinking that I'm going to hold it out there, but I, I threw an attack out there maybe to get some people to come with me. There were a couple of riders that I knew were going to be eager to get into a breakaway that I would have been happy to get into a breakaway with, and then we can rock and roll. Uh, with such a short course, it's possible that if you really put the hammer down and the breakaway has the right consistency of riders, mainly you know somebody from you know, Richardson RBM would be good because then they're not going to pull and you could come around and lap the field. And so that was my thinking. That's what I was, that's what I was going for. That was the the game plan that I had. Um, well, it was not to be, uh, unfortunately coming around on one of the laps, uh, I can't remember how far into the race it was, maybe 12 minutes or so into the race. I think the brewery, uh, they opened up and they drained one of their tanks. So they drained one of their water tanks and now, as I had mentioned earlier, the course is really technical and uh, it just it was just the perfect storm. The, the draining of these tanks, uh, some water came out, quite a bit of water. It, it spilled out onto the course because remember I said the brewery was literally right next to the race venue. Um, and typically like water on the course is not a huge deal, but when you have a technical course, it depends on where that water is. And unfortunately, the water was right in turn one, which was a a 90 degree uh, right hand turn. But the, the problem, the flow of the course was that you would take that 90 degree right and then you would, so you would start on the outside. So if you're visualizing, you're starting on the left side of the turn all the way on the outside. So you can take the inside line, making that right. Well, the problem was that's where the water, the water was on that left side on that curb. So you couldn't set it up as far to the outside as you wanted. So you'd have to set up a little bit further inside of it. And then you'd make that right turn. And then you're immediately wanting to go back out to the, to, to the, to the right curb because you've got the chicane coming up and it just spelled disaster. Um, some of the riders called out, Hey, there's water on the course, but like it happened so quickly that there was nothing any of us can do. And at this point, um, one of the riders, Matt Stevens had attacked. And so he was, he was up the road. He had a little bit of a gap. Um, he had made it through that section. Uh, there was another rider, um, from, Crest RBM, which is not the same as RBM, Richardson Bike Mart. Those are two separate teams. This guy, uh, Seth Pelusi, he uh, attacked and was trying to get to Matt Stevens. 
uh, and he had one teammate that was hanging back with us. And then kind of at the last second, uh, John Ryan from Richardson Bike Mart, RBM, the team that had four guys, he also set off in pursuit of Seth, who was setting off in pursuit of Matt. So those three riders, um, they, they made it through that section because they were ahead of the water spilling out. And the rest of us were not, and there was a crash, and several riders went down. Um, yeah, I mean, I think like five guys or something went down, something like that. Uh, I was not one of them, and so I, I kept I kept going. Uh, I had one rider with me, and up front, these three guys had not gotten together yet. Uh, so this is, <laughs> this is where the race got interesting for me personally, because I knew what had happened behind me. I, I knew that there were guys that were down. I knew that there were guys that were going to go to the pit and take a free lap. If you got any kind of a mechanical or a crash and criteriums, you're able to go to the wheel pit where the officials are and you're able to take a free lap, get your bike fixed, get a wheel changed out, whatever. And then they put you back in the race where you were when you had that mechanical or that crash or whatever. Um, and so I keep riding and now I've got a decision to make, which was, do I pin it and try to get to the breakaway to, to get with those three guys? Cause guys, that was a race winning move. I knew it. And, and fast forwarding to the end of the race, like that was a race winning move. Like we never caught those guys. So Matt, you know, by himself, but, but one of the stronger guys in the field. And then Seth Pelusi's got one teammate back here. And then, um, uh, you know, John Ryan's got three teammates back here. And so I knew, geez, they're going to there's not, you know, very many people that are going to want to chase back here with me and uh, we're going to be stuck. So I, or, or do I, you know, the other option was, do I sit up? Do I wait for, you know, all of these guys to get back into the race and then, you know, hope that these guys are motivated enough to start chasing and bringing this breakaway back? Cause it wasn't very far away. Well, I'm in race mode. So I chose to do the former and I chose to pin it. So I'm pinning it and I've got one rider with me. He doesn't have anybody in the breakaway. Uh, he's got one teammate, but that teammate crashed, so that guy's over at the wheel pit. And I, I'm trying to get this rider to uh, pull through with me so that we can get to this breakaway. Uh, unfortunately, he was not able to contribute much. Uh, he did what he could, and he did a valiant job. But I found myself on the front a lot. And just from a numbers standpoint, me versus the three up front that were now together and working together, you know, the gap slowly went out. It was it was 15 seconds and then it was 22 seconds and then it's 30 seconds. And uh, but through all of this, because they're only point six laps. Right. I mean, we're coming around pretty quick, you know, frequently. And I I'm noticing that, like, the guys that crash are just, they're still chilling at the pit and the three guys in the breakaway are still going around in circles and I'm still going around in circles. And at this point, you know, the other rider's sitting on me. So I'm basically pulling hard, um, to try to catch the breakaway. And these guys are all sitting around getting free laps and they're not racing their bikes. They're resting. Um, so that was, that was, interesting that that actually didn't sit well with me personally because I, I felt like they got some of those guys got two laps maybe even got a third I can't remember uh but I know that some of them got two which is you shouldn't get two free laps um so anyhow it was it was pretty disorganized it was pretty chaotic uh I realized that gap was get going out and so I said, well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to wait for the field to get back in. And so they let everybody back in. 
Eventually, those guys catch us. Uh, okay, we're all together. It took a little bit of time to get things organized, but once things got organized, there was a semblance of of people working to get that breakaway back. But it wasn't it wasn't urgent. It, it wasn't um, it, it wasn't racing for for the win. It wasn't racing to go get those guys. It was uh, some guys would pull, and then other guys were sitting on, and it was very um, it was a very incoherent chase. Um, so again, to bring it back to myself and one of the biggest areas that I feel that I could have improved upon in this specific race was reading the, reading the scenario out, like, like zooming out, like I talked about, you know, and just seeing what was in front of me and what would be the best approach to have. And unfortunately I, I didn't do a good job of that. Um, I stayed near the front of the field and I was trading pulls with whoever wanted to trade pulls with me and I was bringing us along. And again, the gap is going out, by the way, it's not, we're not making progress. We're not bringing these guys back because maybe it's just me pulling. Maybe it's just two guys pulling. Maybe it's just three guys pulling, but I mean, we're not, the guys up front in the breakaway are, are pulling to never get caught. And we're just kind of pulling to just kind of say that we're pulling and not, we don't really have that that, that urgency that they had up front. So the gap's going out. Um, but I stayed up there and I feel like I shouldn't have, there were guys that were sitting on getting a free ride. By the way, some of the guys had teammates. So they were like, Hey, I can't pull. I got somebody up there. Totally understand that. But there were other guys that were not. And I was thinking to myself, what I should, you know, maybe I should do that. I really did. I thought to myself during the race, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should just pull back and just, cause we're racing for fourth right out of this group, somebody's going to get fourth, the first guy across the line from this group, but I didn't do it. Um, you know, prod, call it pride, call it, I don't know, uh, probably just pride ego. And I, I was like, no, I'm going to stay on the front. We always race to win. And this is where it gets interesting. Cause I, I believe that I believe that we race to win, but the gap kept going out and I'm not getting any help and nobody's helping me. And I'm not going to bring back those three guys by myself. So I should have, I should have pulled back, but I didn't. So I, I find myself getting pretty tired, um, you know, towards the end of this thing. Uh, Matt Stevens was able to shake, uh, the two guys that he was with Seth and, and John. And so he was able to come across, he gets to us. So he laps the field and those two guys never made contact with us. So now Matt is riding in the field. He went straight to the front. He did what he should have because he doesn't want, you know, he didn't want Seth with him to sprint. So he's pulling hard on the front, making sure those guys don't get on. Uh, and then I'm, I'm sitting in there and I'm thinking, okay, you know, fourth, we're racing for fourth. Matt's pulling when Matt would pull off, like nobody wanted to pull. So again, here goes Mario's, I tried a couple of attacks, uh, to no avail. You know, I would get brought back, um, Again, I feel like I was one of the strongest riders in that group that was left, but I let the cat out of the bag. I got eighth. I got eighth. So I, I, I mean, I was racing for fourth and I got eighth. So I came in the back of the group that I was with and it was because I wasn't as intelligent with my efforts as I should have been. Um, and yeah, there's, there's not really a whole lot more to tell. We went roundy round for a while. Um, you know, fun course. Uh, really fun to, to take those turns, you know, and, um, at speed, 
good little technical course, but you know, at the end of the day, uh, I did end up finishing eighth. Um, you know, Richardson Bike Mart had guys that were fresh that hadn't pulled, so you know, they were able to send one guy up the road that we never brought back. Um, and uh, that that's how it ended. So I, I am I'm satisfied with how the legs felt. I feel like I the fitness once again was there. Uh, but I, I made some mistakes and, you know, racing criteriums is an area where I've got a little bit more improvement to make than, uh, than just traditional road races. And I should have probably just played the game that was being played. Um, I was trying to play a different game and, uh, and I was outnumbered and, you know, they eventually were able to, uh, to get the best of me. So anyhow, um, still excited it it is quote unquote off season but you know that that doesn't mean that I'm any less excited to train I will work on the areas that I need to work on going to hit the strength work pretty hard going to be doing some of those things going to be looking to try some new different things that I can throw into this quote unquote off season to just keep training fun and fresh and everything uh but but then the obvious other part of that is I will be riding my bicycle cuz you don't get good riding your bicycle without riding your bicycle so that component has got to be there as well so anyhow and that's a wrap that is 2019 for you from the cockpit of my bicycle. So I hope that you guys have enjoyed the race recaps. I hope that you guys have gotten something out of them. And thank you guys once again for listening. I appreciate you guys. Until next time.